0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. We are here to update you on the things that happened in the baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today on this fine Monday afternoon. We hope you are all doing well. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner of the room, we got producer BBD and in California, we got Trevor Ploof. And this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by a whole slew of fantastic new patrons, Tom Andrew Calhoun. Jess Sparks, Adrian, whoa, mm. whoa, Adrian Magyar. i never seen mm. Mm. a G-Y mm. combo in a last name like that. Garrett McKerny, The Do, Andres Martinez, Braden Van Teeling, John Bernier, Jr., mm. Joe, Joe Bernier, Jr., Dan Packard, Kyle Showalter, and Alexander Kahn.
1: Showalter, huh?
0: Yeah, Buck's nephew. Okay. Buck calls him a little I was gonna use the Ramon Loriano word. I don't know why I stopped. We've said yeah. much worse on this show.
1: It's not a great one. I don't it's not an on air word.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's Pussy Boy. Oh. Oh Ramon Loriano taught me that. That's fair. He's back. That's fair. He he's said, back. how'd you read my lips he's so back. well? I, I said, oh, did I get everything right? Yeah. And Ramon Liner said, yeah, you got everything right, except you missed when I called him a pussy boy. And I said, mm. Ramon, I didn't know that that was a word or a phrase.
2: Hard PBs early. My bad. That's uh, I like that phrase a little bit.
0: It's yeah. very fun. Jake just called you that before yeah. the show started.
2: <laughs> well, we'll peel, the, did. Curtain <laughs> peel the curtain back. We'll peel the curtain back. Well, that's because he's all the way in New York. Yeah.
0: Trev, how you doing? Yeah.
2: Doing great, Jim. It's good to have you back in the chair. BBD got a rectangle. I don't know if you saw that, but on uh, the episode Heroes filled in
0: yeah.
2: BBD got funny. a rectangle. Yeah. The chat insisted. So
0: that's funny. You're
2: right. The chat, the chat and BBD have this thing mm. going on. I thought I was the king of the chat. Turns out BBD's the king of the chat. So uh, but other than that, my weekend was good. Mother's Day, all that good stuff. We had a nice day yesterday. Um, how about you guys? How are you doing? Jake, Jake, how are you doing?
0: Jake had himself a hell of a weekend.
2: <laughs> he fucking did, didn't he?
1: Bobby Gordo had a weekend. I'm, I'm glad my friend James is alive. That's me too. good news. Uh, Trev and I did have the emergency Facetime to go through. If you die, like, what's the, what are? Oh, our we have steps? a, pl- we have a
2: plan. So, oh, uh, that's good. good.
1: Luckily, there's enough tape on you in the breakdowns that we just we can chop up each word. Seriously me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 100%. you will, you will, you will live on. Uh, so that's good news. Yeah, I had a. <laughs> no wait, Jimmy. Jimmy, that really we really
0: did talk about that. So <laughs> we laid out yeah. some. Just the plans science.
3: in place now. You're allowed to die again.
1: Congrats. Yeah. So when you do die, you'd be happy with it.
0: I missed more time this weekend than I did when I actually had COVID. Yeah. You're a, uh,
1: interesting. It's tight. It's tight. Either way, we're happy to have you back. Um, you know, anytime I've I've got to put on a strong face. It's not my strength. I'm good at putting on an ugly face. Uh, had a little bit of a baseball weekend, babe. The Diamondbacks. Tori 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 Lavello is a huge fan of everything we're doing, and just Joe Cool. I mean, literally, hung out with him for five minutes, and you're like, yeah, I would go to war for him. Uh, and I'm still ready to go for to war with him. Diamondbacks were awesome. They they. Fully let it rip and let us in I'll be grateful for that forever Excited to get in the pool down there um, You know, I think that would look good on me We actually got some numbers and information We could do a pool day with the D-backs pretty easily uh, So that'll, one one day down the line But they were awesome And then yeah, I got a little birdie That told mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. Shane Green uh, was linking back up with with the Braves um, I asked the little birdie for more information Or how they knew in, that information And it passed the sniff test And then, as everybody knows The real ones I said, would you bet our friendship on it? And they said, absolutely I'm a big fan And I, I wouldn't just do this Went for it Bang, bang Skeet, skeet We're uh, we we're out here So it was uh, And they actually
0: credited you Rosenthal, Heyman, Sherman everybody. They all actually credited
1: yeah, you Yeah, they uh you know social social media Kyle was ready to go for throats if they didn't so I'm happy they did and yeah that's cool I know we've we've had our we've all had our different turns breaking news and uh you know at this point we're up to 50-50 on it being a good time uh so now that we've kind of figured out our way of doing it uh Got the pass in text that was like, oh, I miss when you used to hand me things like this. And he's like, congrats. And it's like, hey, like, I know you're busting balls, but is it really a congrats? Like, what are we doing? Let's just share information on the Internet if it comes through. But uh, it was a big weekend. uh, And obviously there was some hilarious irony that it was happening while you
2: were dying, more or less. You put the team on your back. Jake, and I did something this weekend that I hate to do, Okay, which is give you credit. Yeah. I did that on social media for you. That's how good of a weekend you yeah. had. Huge. It's huge. Get
0: credit from Trev. Trev, how was your weekend? I saw Teddy with a, a rope over shortstop.
2: Yeah, we had a second to last game. The team is finally firing on all cylinders. It's a shame that the season is ending now. But What yeah, team this weekend, is that again? We were, we were a D backs company yep. this weekend. The D backs had a great game. Um, like I said, just one more to go, uh, which kind of stinks because, like I said, I really believe, and I have a bunch of kids that aren't very good baseball players on my team. First time I ever playing, they're, they're finally starting to do it. Oh my well, that's God. fine. They know. They're finally starting <laughs> to get it, man. Like <laughs> we barely had to use the tee this weekend. We're going. We're going. We're making outs on defense. And then, boom, the season's coming to an end. But. It was a good weekend for Teddy. He, he crushed it. That's awesome. Good for Teddy.
1: Kyle Kyle and I had a nice conversation. That was on our way to the D-backs game. Who D-backs are live in the chat right now. The best. Mm. Um, and, you know, we we've mapped out a good amount of Teddy's future, so if you ever want that information, let us know.
0: Okay. Trev, you know that stuff that before you get the numbing <laughs> needle at the dentist, they oh. put that, like, stuff on your gums? Mm-hmm. Jake and I are both numbed up with that right now. Yeah. They prescribed Ooh. that to me. Like ambisol? Lidocaine. Lidocaine. Ooh, yeah. So, why does Jake have it? I Oops. told Jake that I had it and he was like, oh, "I got some stuff I could use." I, I mean,
1: I've had a couple cold sores, but I was in no spot to talk about them because mm. I was clearly getting out it, cold sore.
0: I think you want to say canker sore. Time. Canker sore. I think you want to say canker, canker sore. You said that on the well, Weekly Dumb
1: today, and I wanted to correct you, but it's all right. There's it's sore. Sore, yeah. Noodle's got a poop butt thing going on. Let's talk some baseball. Let's talk
0: some baseball. I'm I'm giving the NL update, and are you ready, Trev? No. No, you're not? <laughs> it's not. Okay. Well. the cubs took two of three from the pirates cubs relievers pitched to a 164 era in 11 innings good job by the cubs relievers cubs hitter slash not that great they only had two extra base hits all series but jock had six hits tyler anderson eight innings pitched two earned runs on sunday ta good job by him The Mets swept the talking snakes. Oh, no. Not a great road trip for Jake's D-backs. The Mets starting pitchers and the offense both weren't great, but the relievers, Trevor May, shout out, were really good. Patrick Mazika, is that how you say Mm -hmm. it? had a walk-off dribbler in game one in his second career plate appearance. Both New, York, both New York teams with walk-off dribblers this weekend. Lindor breaks his slump. He goes five for 13 with a home run and four RBIs. He also had an altercation in the tunnel with McNeil that wasn't a rat-raccoon situation, but they have they've bonded over saying it was, kinda. My suspicion is that McNeil's not happy with any part of of the scenario We'll get to that later The Brewers The Brew crew They took Two out of three From the Marlins Both teams pitched well Miami pitchers Recorded a 2 ERA Milwaukee a three Flat ERA Hauser struck out ten And homered mm. In game two Chisholm is uh, well, What's this Brett Anderson makes his return From the IL Chisholm's gonna have A rehab assignment Burns hopeful to be activated By the end of the week So all teams getting Some guys back the Braves take two out of three from the Phillies. They tied game two in the ninth, then they tied it in the eleventh, then they scored four in the twelfth to finally win it. Segura, Realmudo, McCutcheon all had six plus hits and three plus RBIs. Good job by them. Morton got rocked, and Yanoa, is that how you say it? Yanoa continues pitching well. Is he still hitting 400 as well? I don't know. Acuna left Saturday with a bruised pinky, but returned Sunday. He's fine. The Cardinals swept the Rockies. How about that? Cardinals hitters slash 289 batting average, 358 on base percentage. The Rockies hitters were worse than that. Flaherty gets a seven innings pitch shutout and hits his first career home run. So two pitchers dealed and hit home runs in the National League this weekend. Wayno also. Had a really good outing. Arenado Homers off his former team. That was a fun storyline. The Giants took two out of three from the Padres. The West is just beating up on the West. Disco versus Snell in game one. Man, Gossman versus Musgrove. Paddock versus Cueto. All the starting pitchers kind of struggled. Slater, two home run in the series, including Slater. a go-ahead home run. Yeah, he was my what to watch for and my nickname that I never actually got called. Aaron Sanchez, Alex Sigson placed on the 10-day IL. Mm. Tough, 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 tough
2: job. Way mm. to go, Jim. Mm. Welcome back. It's bad. I was worried about that,
0: to be honest. But I, I had a lot of caned
2: up, so I'm good. Last for four hours, and I need more. Do you feel bad, Jake, about how the Diamondbacks performed the weekend that you took over their team? So,
1: no. I think, if we're being honest, I think there was a Hail Mary effect because uh, at that point, mm. by, by the time I went to the game, they I think it was an L4 uh, in the streak column. So, you know, it's like, hey, at a certain point, let's just throw, I mean, literally shit at the wall. And uh, hopefully that turns it around Yeah, I mean, there was a moment uh, during the game That Kyle and I realized that we were like Hey, if the Diamondbacks could go on like a six-game winning streak We could milk the hell out of that yes. uh, yeah. But yeah, they <laughs> a West Coast team came out east My D-backs had a, uh, had a couple tough series And hey, the Mets, the Rat Raccoon, whatever's going on uh, Teammates fighting Hey, they're uh, they're winning baseball games. They jump on top of the NL East for a little bit. Yeah,
2: are we gonna, are we going to talk about that? Do we need to, or should we just kind of the uh, the rat
0: raccoon yeah. story? All right. So for anyone that has no idea what happened, Lindor and McNeil, there's a ball to the shortstop side of second. McNeil was kind of closer to it when it started, but it would have been a backhand play because of the shift, whereas it came right to Lindor. Uh, Lindor fielded it f- fielded it and threw it to first but the the it, he bounced it and the runner was safe and McNeil kind of didn't get fully out of his way. I don't know, it was kind of a weird nothing play but also kind of a something play. Then uh the Mets are going to the dugout and all of a sudden you see Conforto like hear something and then they and Dom Smith and they just they sprint to the tunnel cuz something's going on. And no one really knew what uh but it's something Making all anyone that heard it sprint to go help That's how loud or whatever it was So a lot of people were speculating That it was Lindor and McNeil Fighting in a way um, And then there was a lot of speculation That McNeil kind of looked like his jaw got I don't know, that's kind of too much for me But there were a lot of pictures of McNeil's face And lip and jaw And it looked like he got punched Then Lindor hits a big home run They tie the game Everything's going well Um. After the game, it's very clear that the Mets knew this was going to be a huge storyline and, and all the questions were going to be about this. So they concocted a story uh, that, and I mean, you know what? You almost need to hear Lindor say it, if I can pull up the audio. Because he says it, he tells this story. If you were to just read it, you'd be like, hey, we're not that dumb. But the way that they said it, like they're not trying to hide it. They're Like the way Lindor tells the story, it's like, here's the bullshit story we're going to tell you. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Obviously, this isn't actually what happened, but we're not going to tell you what happened, so here's this joke. Well, if you don't hear it, you might, like, not understand that, like, they know no one's going to believe them. They just simply don't
2: care. You know what I'm saying? And then the the media was so mad about it that they didn't come out and just tell the truth. It was like... They didn't want to. Like it was something that happened in the clubhouse. They didn't want to talk about it. They knew they had to face the media at some point. And then the media got mad, and then they made it into a huge story. And then they were mad at Lindor for making it a huge story when it didn't have to be a huge story. It was they pretzeled each other. Yes. Yeah, so Lendor and the media, they they all pretzeled. Here's uh here's the audio. I told him I was like, hey, I'd never seen a New York rat, so we went down sprinting.
0: I want to go see a New York rat, and he got mad at me. He's like, no, it's not a rat. It's a raccoon. I'm
2: like, hell no, man. It's a damn rat. Who who was he? Who are you debating that with? Uh, We Jeff. I I can bring him out and probably give him a kiss in the cheek if you guys want. (laughs) Sure, why not? Mm -hmm.
0: That edit, I don't know why they put the song behind it, Uh and and they also took out the
2: Mm -hmm. part
0: that I think is the best because he says, basically, if you ever see me hashtag wow, Or I hashtag, oh, wow. It's like, hey, I'm being very sarcastic here. Please don't take this seriously. After he said it, he was like, it was crazy, man. It was amazing. It was crazy. And it's like, yeah, okay. Still, people were like, you think we're going to believe this? And it's like, nah. But I was laughing because I think McNeil got the short end of this whole damn story. He got, like, for all we know, he got shoved or punched in the tunnel by Lindor, the new guy on the team who's been slumping like crazy. And then he's not even allowed to talk about it. You just gotta Mm-mm. eat it and be like, "Yeah, it was about it was about a rodent fight." Like McNeil wasn't <laughs> into, as into it as Lindor, so I think this is Lindor kind of big dick in his way around the Mets clubhouse a little bit. Not a bad way, I guess. A little
1: but. bit, and hey, uh, you know, if if we want a Jakey detective get in on this, uh, you know, McNeil's nickname. It's got some squirrel things in there, so maybe they spun off of that, and they were like, "We got into a tussle," and then, you know, Lindor, you know, maybe he dug into his road and stuff. It's weird. We don't know what happens, and that's Trev. You mentioned the two way pretzel. Here is that any other baseball team would have said, like, "Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of a scuffle in the hallway. Uh, You know, everyone's good. You know, these guys run hot. They just want to win baseball games, and you move on." The media, not even being able to get that answer, was like, what the hell? You guys are going to rat raccoon us? And so that's, uh, both sides kind of ended up in a pickle there. And it's, uh, you know, Mets, I, again, a lot of, actually, the good Mets fans understand. That a lot of Mets people came up at the game and said, what's up? And big talking baseball fans and all that. You know, at, every fan base has their 1% on the internet and that. You know, and especially Mets fans, because there are a chunk that thinks Yankees, Mets, it's a whole thing. Like, I don't live there. Like, no, if we see you in a World Series, yeah, uh, it'll be intense and I'll go at you. But until then, I see you for like five games a year. So I'm kind of good on that. Uh, you know, I'm, I kind of root for the Mets. Because, oh my God, a New York, New York World Series. That's like my dream. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, it's just i my best thing I can say is, hey, zoom out. And whenever we make jokes or the Mets or whatever, zoom out on the Mets and then zoom in uh, between this rat raccoon situation. They made up a fake hitting coach. Like it's oh this gosh. isn't normal baseball organization stuff. Like if I told you before the if I told you before the season there was going to be a team that made up a fake hitting coach and then said that there was rodents fighting in the in the hallway of their team <laughs> dugout, you, everyone would have guessed the Mets
2: and we would have been right again. I also have some things like about the Chili Davis firing that I really can't go into. Like there's stuff behind the scenes that's also going on. That again, if I was to like lay it out there and say, guess what team this was, you'd probably guess the Mets. And I don't know. Like honestly, I haven't followed the Mets long enough to know how long this has been going on. But it seems like for quite some time. The a Mets couple of years been, ago,
0: they retired a guy just. Be- <laughs> Whatever, i will get it there's some real fun metsy Mets stuff
1: and and this is so okay let's spin it back up for mets fans a lot of the mets actual baseball fans because they're baseball fans i love baseball all the real mets fans were in the comments saying like hey we're kind of playing some good ball can we talk about wins in a row yeah we're getting hot like lindor got a couple big hits hopefully he gets going uh the crowd loves Conforto. We were on right field. I didn't realize, yeah, Mets fans were all about it. Uh Polar Bear. They're pitching a little bit. Taiwan Walker making fun of me always. Um so yeah, the Mets fans are like I wish we could kind of move past this rat raccoon stuff cuz we're playing a good brand of baseball right now, which hey, you do that for two series in the NL East right now and you're you're the top dog.
2: Yeah, I love I love I love the NL East. I love that Braves Phillies matchup that went on it's just it's just it's just a good division right now to watch games in because you still have yeah the Mets at top right now the Phillies and Braves are right at 500 the Marlins who are the Marlins that's kind of like Ooh. where I'm at with them I don't I don't know I think they're going to be kind of where they're at the rest of the season and then you have the Nationals that can come in and 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 beat you whenever they need to with that starting pitching so it's going to be such a fun division to follow I'm glad that the Mets have kind of woken up a little bit. We need Lindor to get going, uh, but it's going to be a fun division to follow all throughout the year.
1: You mentioned, you mentioned Braves-Phillies. Uh, last note just on the game I went to, Trev, did you see who got the start for the Mets? It was an opener, and it's one of your boys. Big going old back, back. Tommy Hunter. Oh, got the opener start. I saw start. he got called up, yeah. So that was that was kind of a funny moment. But uh, you mentioned Braves-Phillies. A lot of these NL East matchups have been just messes. The Saturday game, 12 innings, that was the official um, everyone send out the win probability chart of the game because it was just up and down. Uh, Braves end up winning two out of three there, and is it t- every, every, I feel like every episode we keep saying Is this when the Braves kick in Is this when the Braves kick in They might, I know you know Shane Green is on a solid bullpen ad not, Nothing crazy, but he's an arm out there They're also supposed to get Chris Martin back soon Who's supposed to be another kind of key cog in the bullpen You add a couple bullpen arms you, you start winning a couple games Is this what gets the Braves firing all cylinders? Because, man, I'm, very few teams in baseball
0: are right now Giants, Giants win again. Giantes. Yeah, so the Mets are the Mets are leading the East, and uh, the East now has three teams five hundred or above. For a long time, it was like no one in the NL East has a winning record, and um, the Nats, ew. the Cardinals leading their division with the Brewers behind them, Cubs five hundred. And the Dodgers, I didn't say them because they had an interleague series, but they drop all the way to third, and the Giants stay in first place in their division because they just keep winning. Oh, good for the Giants. There's a Christopher O'Brien in the chat right now
1: shaking things up. I'm not sure what that's all about. What's he saying? What's he saying? He said, who's the guy on the left? Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Mm. Looks like you. Um, that's really it. Good job by the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, cards probably deserve a little more love in this segment. They're they're playing good baseball. I think they're one of four teams with twenty wins right now.
0: They swept the Rockies. Um good. And the Rockies stink, so. Oh.
2: Is that gonna be like a thing where we just if you're if you're a betting man, like are you just gonna go after the Rockies and the Tigers? Tigers? Like, yeah, but I mean Vegas is think- gonna alter the
0: odds. Like you're gonna I know
2: the odds are gonna be big, but like I mean, how many? These teams look so bad. They look so bad. You this know, it's like got the third a, worst record in right all of baseball. Series. The Angels, Twins. Yeah, yeah, they look terrible. They look terrible. How?
0: Well, we'll do the AL, then we'll get to the Twins. Yeah. Who's bringing it? You, Jake? I'm bringing it. Uh,
1: Giants. You're probably stoked, like taking two out of three from the Padres yeah, with no, the start absolutely. like that must have been.
0: In-division in wins. Impactful. It's, yeah. No, I mean, a couple more of those. Uh, Our Wi-Fi's out, so I can't look at anything. Yeah. So that's f- always fun here. Um, Someone
2: got mad at me uh, last episode um, because we were giving Gabe Kepler credit, and they didn't like Gabe Kepler, but guess what? I don't care. Gabe is doing it. He should never have been fired from Philadelphia. The Giants got him, and here we are. You know how I, you know how I
0: peruse all of the team subreddits just to hear what fan bases are saying sometimes? There was someone in the Giants subreddit that was complaining about how Gabe Kapler has no fire. Ooh. And it made me laugh because that was the exact storyline in Philly. But the San Francisco doesn't really demand that out of a manager besides this one guy who, cause all the responses are like, who cares? And it's so funny. Cause when you see Gabe Kapler in these altercations,
2: he doesn't want
0: to get ejected and yell and scream. And uh, He'd rather have a
2: deep conversation with mm, the empire. He, he'd he rather pry yeah. into their soul than yell at them. That's what, the kind of guy he yeah. is. Yeah. No, okay? I just saw and I laughed because that's what, uh,
0: <laughs> that's funny. Um, someone asked, how is the Wi-Fi out? But the stream is still up streams on ethernet. Hardline. Hardline. We're not mm. dumb. We're not dumb here. Tory Lavello, big yeah. fan of the breakdowns.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was a joke made that like, Hey, if you get tossed today, like we got gotcha. you. And, uh, he was like, well, if there's a play at one base, me and that umpire have a little bit of a history, so maybe. Oh, so we, we were kind of like, all right. <laughs>
0: he got tossed the next day. Yeah. So was it third base because then that ump went to home plate? No comment. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do a breakdown on it because he left his mask on the whole time and you can't really – and it was kind of like he just got tossed because they were losing a lot and yeah, he needed to protect his needed
1: player. Needed to spark him before we get back to Arizona number one state.
2: He said, that, he, uh... he said the breakdown I did about him. I got it right. Yeah. A lot of deliberating.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Very Did he
2: mention that him know. and I used to go like toe-to-toe um, at this thing called the Over the Line Tournament? I kept saying Trevor Plouffe, and he's like, who? Like, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He freaking <laughs> knows who I am. Trust me. He used to wax that ass in the Over the Line Woo!
1: Tournament. Oh, you should have told me that.
2: What's the Over the Line Tournament?
1: What's the Over the
2: <laughs> Line It's like a charity thing that my high school baseball team would do. And it's like, you never played Over the Line? It's like a... It's like a baseball game that you play. Maybe. I don't know by that It's not name. important. It's not important. But I love Tori. Tori's always been a good guy. So I'm happy that you two are like friends. you basically basically like are friends now, right? <laughs> friends. Yeah. Fiends. Ooh. All
0: right. The AL update is brought to you by Cushy Dreams. If you guys have listened before, you know about Cushy Dreams. Hopefully you've tried them out. If you haven't listened before, listen up. Pushy Dreams specializes in high-quality smokable CBD, Uh, so it's got 0.03% THC. It's legal across all 50 states. It'll ship discreetly to you. It's cannabis that ships discreetly to you. It's uh, smokable. So they got pre-rolled joints. They got eighths. It Mm. smells like marijuana. It tastes like marijuana. But if you don't want... To get mm. the side effects of marijuana, but you want the anxiety to go down. You mm. want the pain to go down. Actually, Katie and I were using some CBD last night because her back was hurting her. Um, mm. But she can't get high. Oh, wow. What? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, she can't get high, but she can get CBD. CBD. So, you can go to cushydreams.com. It's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. You can use baseball, code BASEBALL for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code BASEBALL for 20% off today. Cushy Dreams. Jake, what happened in the American League? Because it's one
1: more day up in the canyon, and it's one more night in Baltimore for the Red Sox, who just won three straight games against the Orioles. They're playing the fourth game today How about that Pavetta, Trev's guy Full pension Piv was on the bump Richards, Rodriguez More so for the Orioles Starting pitching They got rocked around so far 7 9 ERA and 11.1 innings pitch No bueno Five Red Sox hit homers Chavis, ice horse season He gets his first We've seen him go ding dong Kike, my guy He gets hurt though Don't like that We'll see what happens in the final game of that series today. Twins and Tigers. Game three got postponed, so they split the first two. 7-3, seven, 7-3. Three, seven, three. Tigers hitters were hitting a little bit. 289, 393, like that. Tigers match, though. 292, 418. Tigers relievers. It's bad, man. It's bad. ADRA that series. Five of seven relievers give up runs. Man, Tigers pulled. Like, how do you not have. Not doing that now Mariners at Rangers Rangers Get back up to 500 Taylor Hearn Follow him on Instagram It's good content Both offenses hit a little bit Rangers put up a big number Uh, Garcia for the Rangers He's been hitting You might even hear about him later You also might not Great end to game two Garcia throws out Lewis at the plate Really good pick by the catcher That was fun Hard hard to the IL Blue Jays at Astros. Astros take two out of three. They win on Arcidi and Grinky day. Mats was out there for the Blue Jays win. We had a little Guriel fest. That was fun. We've got them on both sides of the puck. Simeon four hits, including a home run. Astros were hitting. Uh, Blue Jays were not pitching too hot. And then the White Sox take on the Royals. Oh, boy. Are the wheels coming off for the Royals? Are the White Sox getting it going? White Sox top, hop on top of the AL Central. Rodone, Lance Lynn, and the girl from Giolito, Lucas Giolito, tall and tan and young and lovely. White Sox starting pitchers, Jim, you like this? 0.56 ERA. That's good. That's good Royals starting pitchers 1, 2, 3, 4 That's bad 12-34 ERA Uh, Abreu and Mercedes Couple thick boys Knocking it around And the Rays At the A's Couple West Coast East Coast teams That get compared to each other Athletics Take the first two two, 2-1-6-3 Rays Take the final one 4-3 to three. Athletics relief pitching 8.1 innings only one earned run Like that a little bit How about a Seth Brown walk off And in sad news Kevin Kiermeyer, The sheriff goes to the IL And that's your AL recap
0: Fantastic job
2: Way to go Jake
0: Way to go I know uh I don't know I, I was going to say, I know, th- Same, I know, uh, you know, Let Trev. Trev's on the show. He played for the Twins for a while, and I said at you know at the end of the NL recap, third worst record in all of baseball, they lost a game to the Tigers mm. in which they had, like I was just looking it up, like how did they lose to the Tigers because we've seen what the Tigers have done. They had 13 hits, Trev. Um, they went one for 14 with runners in scoring position, and everyone has their troubles. And it's just one game. They're, uh, what are they, 2-7 and seven in May. What's up, Trev? Mm. When we're getting to the middle of May, and I, and I, you know, obviously when the Yankees were doing bad, Jake and I were irrational and we we're like, this looks awful, this is terrible. And they're somewhat, while still not really looking better at the plate, Sands, Stanton, and LeMayhew, they are winning now, which is good. The pitching's been better. What's going on with the twins? And and how much longer can it go can it go before they're like, well, division's not
2: happening? Yeah. I I I honestly do not know. I mean, their their hitting has been honestly, it's been pretty damn good. If you go in the team stats, I mean they're second in OPS plus, they're like fourth in OPS, they're doing it. Have they done it with runners in scoring position? Not really. Um pitching hasn't been there. It's just one of those things that haven't click to get wins and we talked about it before on this sh- this show or another show i don't know i think jake mentioned it about how in nine inning games they're not that bad yeah. but the extra inning games the seven inning games they've been really they've been really poor so do i think they're a 12 and 20 team no i don't think they're a 12 and 20 twi- team but they are a 12 and 20 team if that makes any sense what i just said right there G- i think they're gonna be better but there comes a point where if you get down this many games in a division it's hard to to climb back up and there's it's a it's a tougher division than we had given it credit for before the season we said the royals they could be okay the indians are going to stink they don't want to win well guess what they're winning even if they don't want to win they're winning so there are some good teams in that division and if the twins continue to pile up the losses and get behind and get behind it's going to be interesting to see what they do because a lot of the people they have like some like most of their good players are old like that that, that core that they had like they're they're going to have to make some decisions here mm. Falvey and Levine 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 they're going to have to make some decisions here coming up quickly because this window that they thought was open I don't think it's as open as much as they thought
1: Buxton goes to the IL and he had been so good for them so so good I mean MVP race good so that hurts and yeah Jim it was my fun stat from last episode trying to impress Chris Rose and he was not not impressed didn't like my pool no. stakes mm-hmm. um the Twins are now 12 and 9 in nine inning baseball games. They're 0 and 11 in extra innings and seven inning doubleheaders.
0: I heard a lot of that. the extra inning stuff, I, I believe, because their bullpen's been bad. And I don't know if the Twins have figured out, the Yankees haven't figured it out yet how to do the extra innings. Yeah. Like they're trying to play it like it's real baseball. And the teams that have understood, like, okay, this is a bunting and fly ball competition now are winning in those games as well as the idea of, well, tie game in the ninth inning, if you're at home, you always just throw your closer out there because there's no save situation anymore. But you shouldn't do that now. You should throw your next best reliever who's still available, and you should save your closer for the uh, potential 10th inning with the runner on second base, because, especially the Yankees, because you just need strikeouts at that point.
2: Yeah, you need
0: strikeouts. Chapman strikes out 90% of the batters he faces this year. So it's a... It's a waste to use him in the ninth with a clean slate and then bring in, you know, the second-tier reliever because they already burnt all the other guys, and you bring in – I am i don't want to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just trying to – like, you bring yeah. in Wandy Peralta with the runner on second, and it's like, why didn't we save our biggest – and other teams are doing that, and they're saving their strikeout pitchers when the runner on second, and they're bunting – yeah, getting sac flies. It does get
1: tricky because I mean, if you use Wandy Peralta in the ninth and then you blow the lead there, and now your team is down in the bottom of the ninth. That's the the counter to that. You don't want to go without using Chapman. But it, it's, it's, a, it's very true what you're saying. I if mean, if there's a setup guy innings, available,
0: like a like a you know, if there's a a high leverage a high guy there, leverage there. guy a available, that, a Chad Green, yeah, is, one of them, yes, that relies we, a
2: little more on contact,
3: yeah, as opposed to the extras.
0: Save your yep. strikeout guys what?
2: for extra innings. I know it's all different because it depends on who you're going to have up, who the runner on second base is, but it seems to me like if you're if you're the visiting team and you're going first, you have to just try to score that one run. Yeah. Like the teams that are trying to bang and you know have a multiple run inning, I don't think that really works out. Get that one run in and then put the pressure on the home team to have to do it again. Guys don't know how to freaking bunt anymore. So, if you do score that one run, if you just, you know, hit the ball to second base or you do bunt him over, whatever it is, like it's not a for sure thing that the home team is going to be able to match that, especially if you can play a little bit of bunt defense or, like you're saying, the visiting team saves a strikeout pitcher uh, for that bottom half. It's, it is, it's interesting. You know, I really haven't thought about that. There has to be some strategy for these this dumb extra innings rule now. Like, you have to plan for it. Yeah, it's, a, it's happening a lot. No,
0: yeah, it's a different game. And I, I got frustrated with the Yankees, and I don't know if the Twins are not doing it, but it, they're losing a lot of the game. So you have to give you have to give up and be like, all right, this is a bunting and sack fly competition. Yeah. Anything that comes after that first run is awesome. But if you don't score that first run by bunting him over and then hitting a sack fly, you've lost the game. And that's where I, I yeah. think analytics... Has been telling
1: people that if you're the away team not to bunt Which, Trev, I, I'm completely with you I think you do whatever to get that run on the scoreboard Because then you flip the pressure And if the other team, you know, doesn't get the runner over or whatever You've you've now put your position Like, like the mentality Because we're a couple gamers here We got four gamers on the show right now mm. You gotta get that You have to put a one on the scoreboard like I almost look at it. Jimmy's played me in ping pong, and he knows my fatal flaw is I just play defense. I don't have winning shots. you're uh, up,
2: playing against the board. I used to I play. Hate against, playing against somebody like that. I used that.
1: to play against a wall in my basement. It's how I learned. I never hit winning shots. Why it's you like, can beat Jake? You just have really fun oh, rallies for a while, and then yeah. you, once you land I'm, one good shot, you get him. I'm the dream ping pong opponent. Yeah, uh, it's uh, like I would just get the run across every inning and force them to make the
0: mistake. Like, I bet – do we have stats on that? Can we look at team – the away team who score in the 10th, they push that first run across, how often they win. How often they win. Or it
2: goes to an 11th inning. Yeah, and Jeremy, in, Jeremy in the chat says the Rays have yet to bunt in extra innings. So, now let's go look at their record in extra innings. See if I can find that. You got to
0: do it because we don't have Wi-Fi. I got you. You're our research department. department. I tried
3: taking every computer off that – I don't think it's. You know, we'll I have, to reason, have to reset I think it after.
0: It just yeah. Um, the Red Sox are are they beat the Orioles again? Best record in baseball. <laughs> best record in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: out. Tampa Bay Rays zero and three in extra inning games. They've yet to bunt, according to Jeremy in the chat. So maybe there's some correlation there. The best team in extra innings is a team that is four and zero. I'm trying to get it back up here. Okay. So C- Seattle and Texas are both four and zero. See that. Feels like teams that probably go small. Best ball teams in there. baseball. Yeah, and Milwaukee that they they're four and one seems like they probably would do it as well.
0: Yeah, I, I hate that, non- o- I, I hate 13, that nonsense. Seven. They say if you don't bunt, you know you don't you know if you bunt them over the run expectancy is better to score one run but worse to score multiple runs. Well, it's tie game and extra innings, so one run. One run. Is pretty is ideal. The, odd,
3: the odds of scoring a run go up. Foolish baseball did a good video about it this
2: weekend. Oh. So yeah, the Dodgers starting. Dodgers Bayley? starting pitchers Who?
0: 2019.
2: Bailey calling out Christian Yelich's mom, so I started calling yeah. out Bailey's mom on Twitter and he wouldn't show a picture of her. Like that a coward. A Send a good mom yeah. off between you two. Uh, yeah. Dodgers 1 and 6. Red Minnesota Sox 0 and 7. Red Sox come
0: off a real fun slate of teams that they've played against here. Yes. Seattle, the Rangers, the Tigers, Baltimore, and the Yankees beat these teams as well, so it's not really shit talking. Um I'm just interested to see. Like, I, I for sure think they're a playoff team right now. Like, I think that if they can drive this Best record high, in baseball, if they can drive, th- yeah. But still, there's some people doubting them, and I think yeah. that's kind of foolish. I wouldn't doubt them. Um, but I'm interested to see. I mean, the Royals. I'm I'm more so intrigued by still. Do you guys think the Royals are the real deal, or do you think that they might, you know, get got by the White Sox or whatever? Because I think the I Red Sox will be think, top of
2: the division first or second. I don't. I think both those teams will end up not being in the playoffs over 162. And especially, you just talked about the slate of games that they, the Red Sox just went through. Uh, we talked about this a little bit with Chris Rose this morning. They, their schedule coming up now is, is tough. And, and, and then if they get through this and they're still doing it, I will be a believer. But they don't play a good team. Like, or they don't play like a bad, bad team until August 3rd which is Detroit. Like they are going to be run through the gauntlet the rest of May and all of June and all of July. Like it's a tough tough schedule. So let's I really want to see how they perform in these next few months. I'm I'm not I'm just not on the Red Sox train right now and this might come back to bite me, but I I I just I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's it's two different conversations They're the best record in baseball I mean, that just, it doesn't pass the sniff test um, I, I think they're going to be solid I mean, the top half of that lineup And it's just, it's where do you actually land When we hit around the trade deadline You know, I I saw Sox fans getting excited for some Scherzer I mean, it, I, I bet we'd all be a lot higher on the Red Sox If Chris Sale comes back and looks 90% of Chris Sale And they made a trade for Max Scherzer Or something like that So just stay in the mix that's what I said for day one with these Red Sox, and they got off to a hot start. They, I know, Trev, you get running hot on managers. They clearly feel a little bit of energy from Cora, whatever that means. Cora also does look better when a lot of those guys are raking. They have the highest OPS in the majors, which I won't give Cora credit for that, and you know that ties into the whole what's going on in baseball with the hitters right now because highest OPS, I think... Compared to last year, or the year before that, they would have been ninth best, but nobody's hitting. They are right now, and they're getting a little bit of pitching. So I do want to see they've got a couple tough months of summer baseball coming up. Right now they're feeling good, so hey, you know, string along some series, string along some wins, you should be fine. Especially, um, you know, if you could get around the trade deadline, they should have a little bit of flexibility. Um, but yeah, no, we we still have a lot to find out about this Red Sox team. But I mean, the the dream start they wanted coming into the season. The Royals, I'm a little worried. Uh, it's starting to feel like that good energy, and you know, I said a lot of this, so I'm I'm putting myself out in front of the in front of the bus. You know, I don't know. It, their run differentials looking bad. They're under 500. That division was supposed to be tough The Twins we just talked about They haven't figured it out The White Sox are starting to look good Cleveland does what Cleveland does That, you know, Trev I, I know you said, like, hey, Chris Bryant These Royals, they were winning games uh, There's a trade deadline where the Royals ain't buyers uh, They're sellers mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. that might be a 60-40 sellers at this point
2: Yeah, I mean... They, to get Bryant, they would have had to continue to be there at the deadline. I, I hope everyone proves me wrong. You know, I want all the teams to do well. I just, they're, they're. If I'm looking at these teams and just, you know, watching the games, reading the statistics on paper, I just, I just don't see either of them at the top of the divisions. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard to t- It's hard for me to talk badly about um, teams and players, but I just don't. I don't believe in them. Okay. You know.
0: Not good. I'm trying to. Look, I was looking up the Mariners in extra innings. The first, the first one was the first game of the season, and um, the opposing pitcher <laughs> walked in the walk off, mm. walked three batters straight. So that helps. That helps when you don't have to swing at all. Um,
2: what else we got? White Sox got the sweep. That's awesome. The Astros took two or three from the Blue from Jays. the Blue Jays. That's a pretty big series
0: right there. Is it? What are the Blue Jays up to? What are what are they? Where are they in the standings? They're now? a
1: game above five hundred. I mean, the the Yanks and the Astros are both two games above five hundred right now. So
0: they're they're doing things. They're, yeah,
1: they're still in the mix. Um, Houston's hitting the ball. Yeah, Houston's Houston's on the way back. Um, yeah, as as the temperature goes out, goes up. Side to see, see somebody get hot, man.
2: Did you see you the picture it's hot of the Cardinals? Today?
1: yeah, the Altuve pick that uh, they are
2: eight, eight and two cardinals shout out in last 10. The, the Altuve picture was making the rounds around the internet. he had all the pink on, and it was just a ba- really bad angle it's a tough for him in there it made him look even shorter than he is and people it was Hey, when he first came up, I did a finished. whole
0: video on short players versus tall players. When Altuve came up, when the Astros were still in the NL and they had the old uniforms, he was listed at five five on all the scorebugs. It's five six now. I don't think he grew since Ooh, he was like twenty three years old. Good pair of spikes. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what his actual height is. Let's see
1: him. Let's see him. Because I think
0: on. I think some places list him as five seven now. But when he first came oh, up on the scorebug, it was five five.
1: Definitely
3: not. Let's five, get him seven. on the pod. No, no, no. no I was no. gonna say I think I've seen him listed as five seven.
0: That's what I've like seen. Like listed at that's not what he is. Because I've always said he's our height. But like they had him listed as five five when he was in his rookie seasons. It's a two-inch fluctuation there Been there uh, Trev, I know this is someone you were tweeting about And I felt
1: the exact same emotion And it was just seeing him Jordan Alvarez, man I think we're we're starting to enter some special territory I mean, that opposite field home run he hit Looked like a mishit And it's out of the yard And this year where people aren't hitting Like his numbers at his age um, I mean, it's it's special, and Paul O'Neal on the Yankees broadcast When the Yankees played Houston Before he homered twice off Garrett Cole Paul O'Neill, who's a hilarious and awesome broadcaster He was, Joran Alvarez wasn't doing much And he's just like, this kid's approach is unreal And hearing it from him helped as well But man, he's he's a dude He's a dude
2: Yeah, he's He got a lot of praise. Bregman put out a big uh, tweet about him and just how good he is. I remember I I told you guys, man, this was the reason I picked the Astros to get to the World Series. They were adding Jordan back. You know, like, this is a real deal, like, bona fide offensive superstar. And I said, I think he's got one of the sweetest, most pure swings in the game. Top five, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, But he looks really good. You know where he... First signed and who should still have him? The Dodgers, right? The freaking Dodgers traded him for Josh Fields. Can you imagine? No. Friedman, that's he He has a quote saying, that's probably a mistake that I traded old Jordan. <laughs> can you imagine the Dodgers with Jordan Alvarez? No. Like, what?
0: well, Jay, can you let us know the Dodgers or Trev? Let us know what the Dodgers did know. this weekend in the Interleague because they're a fun storyline as well. Here we go.
2: Fine, I'll start off with the Dodgers, even though it's at the bottom of my (laughs) list. Jim, they went down to Anaheim, the freeway series, and the Angels took two out of three. First game, Griffin Canning. That's our guy, um, Nate Steele's boy, Mm. versus Urias. Angels take it 9-2. Second game, Kershaw versus Bundy. That was the game the Dodgers came out like gangbusters, and then the Angels kind of roared back. So the score was a little closer than it actually was. The Dodgers dominated that game. And then on Sunday... Angels took the rubber match 2-1, to uh, Quintana versus Bauer. The hitters did uh, well on both sides, to be honest with you. Uh, Joe Kelly and Dennis Santana for the Dodgers did not have a good time in this series. Uh, rookie infielder Jose Rojas had four RBIs and his first career home run. We like shouting that out on Talking Baseball. And Albert Pujols' replacement, Jared Walsh, records five ribbies in the series. David Fletcher, six hits. Um, a couple of injuries, Cobb was placed on the D, uh, the IL, the 10-day IL, and Iglesias, not sure what's going on with him, but he X on Saturday and did not start on Sunday. Moving on to the Reds in Cleveland, the series got split one-to-one because game three got postponed, that first game was the Miley versus Plesak, Indians get no hit by Miley, that's the second time they've been no hit Three weeks or something like mm-hmm. that. Not really good for Cleveland, but what do they care? They're still playing good baseball. Miley throws a no-hitter. The second game, Savali versus Castillo, nine-two Indians. Indians starting pitchers were there. Point six ERA. Plisac, eight innings pitched, no earned runs. In Savali, seven innings pitched, one earned run. And Naquin, seventh home run in this series. He's kind of doing. I kind of like that guy. Do you remember he had that that highlight where he like threw the the rock horn up when he scored the winning run? I do not. You guys don't remember that? I do. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, the last interleague series was your guys, Yanks, hosting the Nationals. The Yanks take two out of three. Nationals won game one, 11-4. Corbin versus Tyone. Four-three Yankees in game two. They walked it off in extras. I believe it was Stanton with the walk-off single. It looked like he hit it a million miles an hour. Uh, and then the rubber match, the Yankees took three to two. Herman versus Ross. Scherzer was dominant in game two before the bullpen blew the two. Leads like Jimmy pointed out The Nationals Social media team calling you out And then you called them back out Great job James The Mayhew had 5 hits Torres had 3 hits And they're the only Yankees hitters to have multiple hits Turner and Castro with 5 hits Each for the Nash- for the Nationals 5 different Nationals hit home runs And guess what boys Luke Voigt Gio Urshela expected to return early this week The Yanks They're going like this mm. They're going up They're going up. They're going up. And that is what happened in the interleague series this weekend. Thank you, Trevor. Luke Foyt is crushing the ball in AAA. Yeah. Got to love to see that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for him to rejoin. They haven't had any production from first base at all. At all, at all. So I'm excited for that. Um, Yeah, the Yankees played the Nationals. Uh, they took two of three. Scherzer was great. The Nationals are a weird team to me. I th- was it they was it you guys team. talking on, with Rose last episode? I think maybe I overheard it, or maybe it was with us. Like, no one talks about the Nats. And then you wonder, like, should people be talking about the Nats? And then you're like, mm, maybe not. Is it because their logo looks like Walgreens and they don't have a state, which I think was what Jake said? Like, they're not actually in a real state. What was your joke? I think it was Trev. Trev's joke. Well, I said
2: they're not a real city. Yeah, they're, they're not in a real city. Not.
0: I don't know. They don't, like, they came to town, and I was like, uh, Okay, this is a weird hodgepodge of players all on the same team. Schwarber hit a bomb. I like that. Yes. I mean, I didn't like it, but I liked it. Yeah.
1: Schwarber hitting bombs at Yankee Stadium. We've heard about that during each trade deadline for the past couple of years. Yeah, Yankees sneak a couple out. I mean, talk about – They lose game one. They have the blow-up inning, Uh, and then Mad Max Scherzer's out there for game two, mows them down, but the Yankees find a way against Brad Hand both times. God, Brad Hand and the Yankees, not good. So the Yankees sneak out that. Trev, we talked about it about ten or so days ago on you and Chris Rose's pregame show about what the Yankees needed to do on this homestand, and I asked if it was unfair or fair to ask for... Six, seven wins And you said no I mean that's what They should be looking for And they did that So that's good uh, Interested They've got a big Ten game roadie Coming up That starts in Tampa mm. That's been an absolute House of horrors for them uh, But they do get King King Louis V back
0: So that's a lot of fun um, Can I say something? Please man I know that yes. Brad Hand Has good outings Yeah A lot but, of them But he never has good outings Against the Yankees mm-hmm. And And it matches the eye test that he doesn't have good outings every time I see him pitch. Now, I don't know if he pitches different against the Yankees. Have, he's blown a save against the Yankees his last three times facing the Yankees. And, you know, we were live streaming in the playoffs, and I was like, what the hell? Like, he, this, throws, he throws throws. This junk. is what Brad Hand throws? He's a junk closer. I need to watch him when he has a good outing, because I don't understand how he ever has a good outing just by watching his stuff. Yeah. I mean, especially if he's coming in after Scherzer. <laughs> it's like, what? You know, Trevor May was talking about on the Rose rotation how, you know, he's like, I got a really good fastball, but if I come in after DeGrom and throw my fastball, it's easy as shit to the batters because they're used to seeing DeGrom's fastball. Throwing Brad Hand in following Scherzer, I mean, that seems like an illegal move if you're the manager. It's just going to look, I don't know. I'm interested to see how Brad Hand ever has good outings because it doesn't match the eye test. It looks like arc to me. No that is just like a lefty looper He throws funk, man He throws junk He's a funk
1: closer That, like, after Scherzer I actually like that Because it's a completely different style It's a completely different at bat Trevor Mays saying, you know A righty throwing a four-seam fastball After DeGrom That just, look. that's the Little League effect Yeah, but, like, that's, the guy
0: in Baltimore Throws a dead fish Like, that's funk
1: I mean, well, that's maybe the funkiest pitch in the league So, yes, um But yeah, hands there. He was having a great year up until the Yankees. So I know I don't get it. I
2: need to go watch. Go watch it. We'll have you watch some tape. People just don't hit the ball hard against him. You know that's the thing. Is he soft contact? Keeps the ball on the ground. You know he's at a fifty-one point six percent ground ball rate, and league average is forty-four percent. So that's kind of a new age way of thinking about things. You know, you want. I think most teams would rather have a strikeout guy. In the role that he's in, but the ground ball pitchers and weak contact guys are becoming increasingly valuable uh, in an era where we're playing with this ball that is extra bouncy. Mm. So that's yeah, just kind of what he does. His uh, exit velo average is 83 miles an hour, the league average is 88 and a half. So, like, he's just soft contact, True. except when he faces. The Yankees apparently.
1: Oh. Even the DJ one was a ten hopper up the middle in the playoffs. But yeah. he was he was also wild this series, which yeah, I don't think. A four that's
0: pitch walk Tyler Wade of, part which of is his incredible. game. That's
2: just, yeah. yeah, that's not good. And Stanton hit a ball a thousand miles an hour off of Tandis. Which he does. Do you remember that do you remember Fuck that
0: people. application in high school we had at Palm Jake? It was called like faces where you could just like it was like a police report. Like you could like choose the eyes and choose the nose and you could build a face. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Well, that's what his picture looks like. Okay. It looks like someone just like <laughs> Shows different aspects and put it together. It's also blurry, which is Clue. tough. Blue, okay. Tough for baseball reference picture to be blurry, but
2: and kind of looks like my grandpa. It's badass. Okay. Yeah, my grandpa is a badass. or was a badass. Dodgers are losing, Jake.
1: Yeah, a lot of games. It's uh, you know, kind of this hidden story of baseball. I'm sure Dodgers fans don't feel like it is, but nationally, it hasn't gotten a ton of love because they're still. They've stayed above 500, but man, they have been losing a lot of games. And Trev, you mentioned this quickly. They went up 13 0 against Dylan Bundy, Eat Bugs. Um, they went up 13 0. And in the seventh inning, at the end of seven, it was 14 11. And I think the Angels had a couple more guys on base that it that game was late night Saturday. You know, a lot of people were in bed. Mike Trout was in bed. He got pulled from the game early because they were up He's so many runs. The game. If they had fully blown that game, we would be in Dodgers hysteria right now. If they blew a 13-run game, and they were kind of close. Like, that that got swept under the rug, and hey, they won the game. But it, with the losing... Pattern streak, whatever you want to call it, there on. If they had blown a thirteen to nothing game, it would have been full blown hysteria. Um,
2: Man, I don't know, Dodgers. What the hell? It's it's so weird because if you look at just what they're doing, just look at the stats, which I know doesn't tell the whole story. Like they're still well above average, both sides of the ball. And Jim, your favorite statistic? Boners. What is it called? The Pythagorean. Whatever. Yeah, that's your favorite. I got that from you. Oh, Wow. Oh to well, they off. should. According to that, they should be twenty-one and fourteen. So maybe they're getting a little bit unlucky. Um, well, that's. Uh, I, people I use that. I don't know, but it's been bad, bad base. It's been bad winning. People or use that for them. to judge managers. So tough job by
0: uh, Roberts. Yeah.
2: I don't. So 21 I don't really and fourteen. Yeah, their, their their run differential is still there, but man, it's. What did they start out thirteen and two or something like that? Mm. Yeah, it's been
1: bad. It's been full blown bad. Not like, not bad road trip bad. Like f-
2: bad, full blown <laughs> bad. Guess what? Guess what their odds are to make the postseason? 93 percent, 98 percent. Ah. So they're still <laughs> the computers still believe in the Dodgers. I. Apparently, the computer, too, because I 100% still believe in the Dodgers. I still think they could even win 100 games. Mm. Like They're just that good. I think they've had think do they have a losing record in
0: their last 30? They have in their last 20, their last 10, their last 5. Yeah, they're 14 and 16 in their last 30 now. That's crazy. Mm. You see Bowers' quotes? He was like, I'm pissed. I came here to win. How would you feel about that, Trev, as an everyday player? Um, I think Bauer's been performing on the mound. But again, he pitches once a week, maybe twice a week. And uh he says, you know, I'm pissed. I didn't I came here to win, I I didn't come here to lose. I, I think it's fine quotes. I but I'm interested from he wasn't just talking about the games he's in, he's talking about like a team dynamic as a guy genuine question. I'm not really pointing you in any direction as if a pitcher speaks about the team as a whole when you're then he's not an everyday player fair not
2: fair do you have, does it mean anything uh, i think it's fair i mean he's part of the team i i haven't seen the quote so i don't want to like go too far into it um but i think if someone was offended on the team they just say hey trev uh we're in early may and i don't know if you know that but we're a really good team and there's a lot of baseball left and we'll be there at the end of the year, I think that's the the gist of the clubhouse in general, sure, it's probably pretty uh grim right now because I mean when you start losing like they've been losing it's just it's just not fun to show up to the yard, but they also know like we're we are the best team in baseball, like we will be okay there's if there's anything any team that's really confident and can say that it's the Dodgers so. I think that, you know, he's maybe doing a little bit of lip service to the L.A. media, like, like showing, hey, I'm, I want to win. I think that's, that's good. Like, whatever. That's fine if he wants to say that. But I, think there's, I don't think there's anybody whatsoever in the Dodgers club I was panicking yeah. right now.
0: He said, uh, he said, I'm pissed. I freaking hate losing. That's why I came here. We're not playing up to our capability. I'm mad. I'm not going to speak for anyone else. You can say it's early and there's no need to panic, and it's all true. At the end of the day, we're not just going to roll out the bats and balls and win baseball games. We're not going to sleepwalk our way to winning the division and a World Series again. That's not how it works. You got to go out there and beat somebody every day. We haven't been good at it, and we need to get better. So I, I thought it was fair quotes. Yeah, like, I no, get it. I, I, sure. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was
1: great. I think that's what you want to hear from anybody on your favorite sure. baseball team that you hate losing. Yeah, I saw, a,
0: I saw a ton of people yeah. giving him shit for talking since he only plays one game, and I – Didn't that didn't ring true with me so I wanted to get Your opinion on it
2: yeah I think That's a fine quote cool yeah
0: Losing does suck Boom Indians and Reds we didn't really talk about that Wade Miley No hitter
1: Unfortunate timing because I think everyone Was already at the tipping point of Why is nobody hitting this Year and then Wade Miley throws a no-no And everyone's like ah
0: yeah, it does suck cuz what he did obviously it's very exciting that's for Wade incredible. Miley and his name in the history book but Timing. we're 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 lying if we didn't if we don't say that Wade Miley throwing that no-hitter s- stamped the well no-hitters might mean a little less this season instead of stamping Wade Miley's career as amazing again and on a good trajectory and that's harsh but we're lying if you don't if you're not if you're not saying that
2: yeah, the the record in a single season, which has been done three times, is seven no-hitters. Technically, we've only had four this year, but we should – I mean, we have five if you really want to break it down. Mad Bumps should count. But, I mean, is there any way that that record doesn't get broken? Like, it has to. We're.
0: I'm kind of you know, out on 8-10. it, man. Like, people are requesting breakdowns. They already don't get watched that much, and they're like, take ten times as long to do. So, everyone requests no-hitter breakdowns. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't think they're going to happen anymore it's because – they're boring now. Tough. Honestly, crazy. if you had a meter and that's it was crazy. like, Wade Miley's going to have a great season, or, okay, no-hitters are kind of meaningless, his no-hitter swings it the way that he'd rather it not swing. Sorry, Wade. Good job. Congratulations. Amazing game. But if the Indians get no-hit for a third time, then it kind of cancels yeah. out all the
2: Indians no-hitters. I mean, that's, that's twice in under a month, I believe. It's like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's... that's... And they're still winning baseball games. Like Baseball's nuts. Baseball's yeah. nuts.
0: All right, let's go to the individual awards. It's brought to you by DraftKings. Big names are headlining this weekend's UFC 262 card from Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler. There will be no shortage of action And DraftKings Sportsbook. The official sports betting partner of UFC has a heavyweight offer for you this weekend's fight with 100-1 to odds. One fighter will be walking away with the belt. Will you be walking away with the cash? Pick the main fighter you think will win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 101 odds on that fighter. How about that? This is what we've been telling everyone in Yankees Land Trap, so I guess I'll tell everyone in all baseball land. You do this, right? You choose a fighter, really good odds. There's more than 100 games left, but you get the $100 in free bets, and then you just choose the over-under on your favorite team. You know you're going to be watching every night anyway. And you put a $1 dollar on 100 of the games, and you have yourself a little more fun the rest of the season. Seems like the no-brainer of no-brainers to enjoy baseball just a little bit more, and you're not being too risky, and you're having a good amount of fun. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on a main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fists fly this weekend. Let's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's move on to standout performances. Standout performance. I get to go first. I grabbed our dude, Jay Flair, Jack Flaherty has a fantastic outing on the mound and a good outing in the batters box as well. Seven innings pitched, zero earned runs, only three hits allowed, and he hits his first career home run. Mm. In this single game, he lowered his ERA from 341 to 283. and that's a huge drop on the eye test when you're just looking at numbers. He raised. His OPS from 350 to 702, near average with that one home run. So every number went the drastically a better route. Um, his home run had an exit velocity of 106.2 miles per hour. He mm. did not allow a single base hit in this game with a higher exit velocity. So of all the ball, of all the hits he gave up. And the hit that he had, he had the hardest hit ball, which I think is kind of cool. Bragging rights for a while. so good job, Jay Flair. He's my standout.
2: Your boy, you boy, Trev. he's doing and do you guys remember the first game of the season? Just was horrible for him, and ever since then he's been he's been doing it, so I'm happy. I texted him. yeah, said, I was looking at go.
0: I was looking at his pitch mix a lot. This was the first game he really was like a three pitch pitcher, like his third pitch he used was fifteen percent. Um, he does a lot of different stuff. I went game by game, and you know, one game the slider was the most used pitch. A lot of times is the four seam. This game was pretty even between the four seam and the slider. Two seamer gets in there. It's uh, must be on feel or scouting report. But yeah, his his usage game on game was interesting. He uh, yeah, he enjoyed it. Hit hit the yabo. It was a
1: legit one. No questions asked. Love that. And yeah, I mean, hey. I don't want to start saying all-star starter, but how's seven and he's six and zero record, two eight three ERA. J Flair, Mile High City. We'll see you there. Mm. Uh, and if you're wondering, part of the reason the Cardinals are starting to become one of the better teams in baseball, mentioned this last episode. Uh, Wayne O's ERA is now three eight. Flaherty two eight three. Uh, Carlos Martinez is the the low man or the high man. Four three five. John Gant two one five. Kim three zero six.
2: Cardinals rotation right now Looks pretty good Oh yeah It looked like more of the team we thought they were going to be Like preseason we're like okay this is what we think they're going to be And they're kind of They're getting there
0: Jake who is your standout
1: Jamalama ding dong You almost poo-pooed me a little Like my whole noodle situation At home right now There might be poop all over my apartment That's a whole nother issue I'm giving it to Mad Max Scherzer uh, 7.1 innings pitched One earned run 14 Ks 14 Yikes. Ks That is a record For an opposing starting pitcher Against the New York Yankees Yankees have a lot of history folks A lot of history And Max Scherzer Sets the record He was gross He was dotting pitching pitches This was after a Two to three hour rain delay I There was a genuine part of me That thought the Yanks might be messing with Scherzer a little bit Because it won't rain And in the Bronx It was the lightest rain you've ever seen Uh So I think conspiracy theories were kind of
0: okay on it It was also my what to watch for A fake rain delay Fake rain delay That's what I said on the pregame show
1: I, It might have been very real He comes out, he drops stick. He was dotting pitches There's uh, my favorite one He He brought one back against Brett Gardner and dotted it. And you could see Guardi like almost wanna argue. And then he just kind of stiffened up and he's like, nah, that was a, <laughs> that was about as perfect. Back
2: to... or front door?
1: Uh front door. Front door. Ooh, uh and he's he's pitch. just like, That's uh that's as good as it gets. So uh Mad Max Scherzer and a part of the reason I picked this as a storyline, hey man. I'm out on the Nats. I'm quitting on them. I my heart wants to get tied up in them for whatever reason. Like that pitching staff and I love Soto so much and I I wanted to believe in Schwarbow Schwarbo and Bell. I love Trey Turner. I'm just out. I'm just out. Until they get three games above five hundred, I just can't tap into the nationals. Right now they're in the bottom of the East. I think they're thirteen and seventeen. Again, no interstate here. Um So the Mad Max Scherzer trade deadline rumors Are already starting to swirl And I'm almost rooting for it at this point Let's get some chaos Would love to see a team I mean If you're any team That thinks you're borderline in the playoff race And you get Max Scherzer You now think you're a World Series contender So I'm rooting for that Um, Either win me over Nats Or trade Mad
2: Max And I'm currently big time team trade them that's it's something that never even came into my mind, trading Max Scherzer. But you're right. Son of a gun. I, I'm curious. There's going to be a lot of people up for grabs, I believe, this this uh, trade deadline. And Max is going to be one of the people at the forefront. My goodness. Yeah, it's uh, they'd
0: have to take on a good amount of money. So it, that's the interesting part of it.
2: But someone would grab him.
1: If he's available, someone would make the move.
0: Yeah, it's like $20 million for half a season. So. Well, at the trade deadline,
1: I mean, you get him, because what's he making, 25, 42. 30? He's making 42. 42. That's right, the Nats do those funky contracts. So oh, You eat a little money, you get more prospect <laughs> capital. That's how trades work nowadays. So. Yeah. If Mad Max is available to be traded,
2: a team will go and get him. Yeah, it's, they have a big decision to make.
0: Trev, who's your standout performance?
2: You guys know I went back and forth on this. I didn't mm. want to take another picture. Then I was going to go with yearly Yuli Guriel, who had a great night on Friday, I thought that night happened on Sunday on Mother's Day, and there was the whole thing with him and his brother playing against each other. His mom had the split jersey on, which I love. I love split jerseys, split hats, because people, it fires people up when that happens. So she had the Astros, Blue Jays thing going on. But it turns out, like I said, he hit his homers on Friday. So I said, nope. Then I went, and I'm going to go with DJ LeMayhew who I believe this also happened on Friday, three for four, two home runs. Now, the thing with DJ is he hasn't been hitting for any power this year whatsoever. Okay, if you go back to, where is it? April 26th, that's when the batting average and everything bottomed out. He was hitting 250, 671 OPS. Something clicked, uh, multiple hit game, multiple hit game, and all the way through down now um, in that span, From April 27th to May 9th, he's kind of just been going off, and the Yankees are nine and three. Uh, He's got the OPS back up to 7.65 with those two homers um, on Friday. So they need the machine back. He can't be a slap. He can't be what he was in Colorado when he had that under 100 OPS plus. He needs to hit for power. That's why the Yankees gave him that money. So let's go, man. Two home runs, very nice. Keep that going. The Yankees have started to win because he started to hit a little bit better. He's my standout performance.
0: Two homers are off of Patrick Corbin, who he absolutely crushes. Six home runs off of him now, the most he has versus any pitcher. They've seen each other a lot. His numbers versus Patrick Corbin are incredible. OPS Plus takes in ballpark factor, so I don't know if those home runs will help him out too much as I think they're out in one stadium and one stadium alone. Both Were were they really short? short? I didn't even see them. Both were not home runs off the bat. Second, only eight extra
2: base hits. So far this year for him You know he's really been just slapping the ball around He's been, been topping so not... everything
1: Him and Glaber yeah, haven't had any power Any power So hopefully it does spark him And Trev he uh, has become such a part Of the Yankees lineup and dynamic That when he's not right The Yankees don't feel right man So he uh, like you said in his past 12 games or so He's looking like the DJ LeMay the the Yankees have seen For the past couple
2: years so, uh, yeah, what, hey, what's wrong with a couple porch jibbers? There's nothing wrong with that. That could get him going. He's had five games in the last 12 with multiple hits, only three games without a hit. He went from two fifty batting average, which is important because that's, that's a stick for, uh, to measure DJ with, 250 to 281. Mm.
0: So he's doing it. Good for him. All right, let's move it on to Slump One. <laughs> <laughs> BBD, who are the guys that we may be adding to the list? Well,
3: we've got five of the biggest offers of the week potentially coming on. Pete Alonzo could be replacing his teammate. Goes 0 for 9 on the weekend before walks. Mm. Uh, Eduardo Escobar goes 0 for 11 with Jake in attendance. Mm. Uh, not for all of them. Hunter Dozier, 0 for 10, two walks in there. Sean Murphy, 0 for 10, 3Ks, no walks. And uh, Jonathan Scope, 0 for 7, a walk and a strikeout.
0: All right, so I think it's really fun to just simply replace Alonzo. Alonzo for Frankie. For Frankie. Lindor came off slump watch in a a good way, and he was on there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Five for 11 weekend. Yeah, so Lindor was good, and let's replace him with uh, Pete Alonzo. I like that. Some other guys on the list from last week: Ty France, he went uh, one for nine with a double. Carlos Correa had a, a rough weekend, only one for eight. It was a home run, the mm-hmm. one hit. Uh, Freddie Freeman, he's off. He had a he had a three sixty four yeah. batting average, five hundred OBP on the weekend. Job, Frederick, Frederick, um, classic. So he's off. So Freddie's definitely off. So we got one spot available out of all these new guys. You want to go, uh, Escobar?
1: I'm. I feel judge is p- staying on. I don't think we said that. Yeah, judge Judge Correa, Alonzo, and Ty France. Ty France is starting to get into a nervous area where it's like, hey man, you either got to get off or we got to figure yep. it out. Uh, I'm fine with putting Eduardo Escobar on here because we did that earlier in the season and he was ashamed to flame. And you mm-hmm. know, Eddie's a friend. He's you know, has he retweeted me on Twitter? Absolutely, because big <laughs> snakes and all that. Uh, you know, Trev, I guess you know him too. You guys played baseball together or something, but, um, I have the most confidence that Eduardo would be a shame to flame guy, so I have no problem putting him on there.
0: Okay. And you want to leave Ty France on? I I'd think l- so. I'd like
3: to watch him one more time if. And the, but if
0: kind of if it doesn't happen, then I just don't believe in his April. Yeah,
1: but like this is Ty France's last stand. Okay, you because
0: can, yeah, his numbers are plummeting fast. He had a really good start to the season, but I'm fine with that. You can either have an honorable dis, honorable discharge or a dishonorable discharge. Okay. So then the other offers for the week: Dozier, Murphy, and uh, Scope. We are just
3: you got lucky. And uh, I assume of that group, Escobar is probably having the best overall year. Maybe Dozier, but I'm not just, sure. Just Guessing, yeah, don't
0: have numbers. All right, so Ty France, Alonzo Correa, Escobar, and Judge were watching you guys. Mm. Now, as for who's been swinging the bat, well,
2: Mm. yeah, that means I'm
1: on fire, baby. Like Waco,
0: add to Elise Garcia seven for 12 with two homers, seven RBIs, and a stolen base. And he had the crazy nice play to end the game where it fell in front of him and then he just scooped it and winged it at home to get the runners from scoring. That was awesome. Jorge Polanco, five for eight with a homer, two doubles. Good job by him. Gene Segura. He went eight for 13 with a homer and three RBIs. You guys talked about this guy already, Yordan Alvarez. He's got it going. I mean, he was kind of – his his. Batting average was bad. All those numbers were kind of bad for those Yankee home runs against Cole, right? That kind of set him right? Or was he already kind of a group? No,
1: I think he was going. I was just on his page earlier. It's uh, He's a disgusting human being.
2: So, he sh- human bean? Are you saying being or being? Being his, I don't think he's a bean.
1: His numbers on the air are grosso, as I try to bring it up on my phone. It looks like he's been hitting all season, but his. I think his power numbers maybe maybe weren't there before Cole. Because, um, uh, yeah, three three yeah. 362, 395, a
0: one-dot OPS right Pretty now. Good. Um, yeah, but the stretch he's on right now is crazy. His last seven games, he's gotten multiple hits every single game. His last seven games, he got a 517 batting average and a one-dot slugging. I mean, guys, look at his career so far. 116,
1: 116 games, 116 games. He has 34 home runs, 103 <laughs> RBI, 324, 407, 1.057 OPS. Guy's insane. He's a he's a monster of a man. His swing is so quiet. Oh, my God. He was
0: born in it, Las Tunas, Cuba.
2: Does that stand for Tunas? It fits my narrative. Go just, on. If you're a GM, just get all the Cubans. Cuban players. Yeah. Cuban GM Good. Trev. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, the that. White Sox kind of trying that. And they're in first place. JT,
0: <laughs> JT Real muto 6 for 13 with a home run, two doubles, three RBIs. Kyle Lewis had a, a nice series. Good for him. 7 Ooh. for 13. Dansby, 5 for 11. And Alex Bregman. So a couple Astros on there. Couple fillies Good job by all those guys And that's who's on fire mm. Good job Love that Love a little Enfuego Alright we'll rip through some of these awards real quick Awards,
2: awards.
0: Mine's the happy to not know ya award Ooh Jim
2: Ooh. The happy to not know ya award Ooh Jim Any guesses? Pretty tough I already clicked on your link so I know who it is, but
0: uh, happy to not know you. I'll give you a million dollars if you get it. It's not me, right? Not you, I okay. know you. It goes to umpire John Lipka. i mm-hmm. I'm actually going to do a breakdown on this because I do so many breakdowns shitting on umps when they get bad calls that I think it's deserved. Okay. I don't know this ump's name. I checked, he has ejected some people, he ejected one player in 2020. He ejected uh, uh, three people in 2019. Scott Service, both Service, surveys, both times. So maybe he's got a little thing with him. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know that name. I I I know more Umps names than I should because I do a lot of the breakdowns where I learn them. Uh, do you know this Ump, Trev John Lipka, like from your playing days?
2: Um, not off his name alone. I'd have to see his face. I guess I could look him up right here. John Lipka.
0: Yeah, I didn't know him. He had the best, you know, there's that UMP reports, Twitter account, the report cards, which, I mean, uh, Donaldson, like, posted it one time. So, like, he's looking at it. Oh, players are looking at this shit. And he had the best UMP report card I've ever seen. He had 99% overall consistency, 99% overall accuracy, 100% 100% outside the zone Accuracy meaning he didn't call a single pitch That was a ball mm. Tracked as a ball a strike And only one pitch that they tracked as a strike He called it a ball and it's so borderline uh, And it was like a high curve ball. So just a good job By an umpire doing a great job And happy that I don't know your name man Because if you know yeah. an ump's name It's usually for the wrong reasons But maybe now people will know this guy's name and be like oh yeah he had a good game Great game mm. You know, if this That's came out that it word. was Angel Hernandez who had a perfect game, you'd be shocked. <laughs> it comes out that, oh, an umpire had a perfect game, which one? And then you don't know his name, you're like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good gumbo. Yeah. Only one missed call.
2: Damn. I like looking at those umpire scorecards. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I like Lipka? knowing? Th- Libka, L I B K A. He's yeah, he's a young guy, which makes sense because guess what? Your eyes get worse as you age.
0: I know. There's been a lot of tests, and like the the younger umps are actually like better. Because dude, like the old umps, like like Joe West. I know you're going for the record. He's going to retire next year after he breaks the record. But like, there's no way Joe West can function in the way that you have to be able to function. You know how fast the game is when you're like at playing level. It's just. It's unreal. It's like kind of like how we don't make like 90-year-olds retake their driver's test. They're just like, "Oh yeah, they're still good." It's like, dude, if my grandma can legally drive mm. right now, then the government is insane yeah. and wrong cuz she can barely walk, Big but time. she's yeah, legally allowed
2: to drive. dangerous. It's like, dangerous on the road. It's so
0: weird. It's like, it's just cuz old people make the laws. Anyway, John Lipka. Happy that I didn't know your name cuz it means you're Shout doing a good job.
1: What up, John? I Hate when you do your picks just for ratings. What's that? Getting Libka's name out there just for clicks.
0: Yeah.
3: Yep. I knew, it. I knew you were going to Internet's do back, by the way. Internet's back. Or at least Hell it's yeah. working for me now. Hell yeah.
2: Trev, Hell you yeah. want to go? You want me to go? I'll go. I'll go. Uh, my award is the No Dicks for You Award. Mm. Wow. And that is dicks. <laughs> Got beavers. Let me finish BBD no dicks that's d i c k a positive yes of course I'm talking about dick sporting goods mm. this is a little off the cuff here okay but my friend John j okay started with the angels this year was up for a little bit made the roster then he went on the um what's the list where the the his wife was giving birth to their their son what's that list called paternity again? paternity list Went on the paternity list and they released him. That and I talked sucks, to him and he wasn't. Man. Yeah, he wasn't sure what was going on. He wasn't sure if he was going to play again or just kind of be home. And he decided that he wanted to go back. He went to Salt Lake City, which is mm. where they have their AAA team. He was going to go do it, and he put out a little uh, IG post. He was at Dick's Sporting Goods, <laughs> and he was looking for pants. Because if anybody knows, minor league pants are brutal, especially if you've been in the big leagues for a long time. So he went sure there. He bought pants at Dick's Sporting Goods. He bought Mike Trout cleats at Dick's Sporting Goods because he says Nike had not been treating him fairly since he got sent down. Well, turns out he didn't need the Dick's pants or the shoes because he got called up. And then in that game against uh, the Dodgers, he replaced Mike Trout, got a couple hits, even got an RBI. So... No dicks for John Jay is the award. Congrats, John Jay. Minor league uniforms are so bad that players
0: would rather go buy their own from Dick Sporting Good? 100%. What the hell?
1: They've missed it's, it for it's years, just, crazy. It's insane.
0: What's going on? I'm sure, like, if you go play college ball, I guess they
2: make more money than minor league. They're just, um, so, okay. For my, my experience is Rochester Red Wings, um, there's an equipment closet, and it's just pants that have been around for years, years, and some will have elastic in the bottom, some won't. Um, they, I mean, it, it's just bad. Like you're not going to get a, p- a pair of pants that fits you correctly. So, you know, some. Well, guys I, I, it, uh, I guess that do it.
0: I get, I get, you don't need like you don't get fitted perfectly pants if you want tapered, if you want baggy, blah blah. But I mean, they should be of it's quality. Bad. That's
3: crazy. The, the affiliate team can't at least Baseball's buy just, the dick's like, Well, they
2: do, they do if the, the colors match, but most of the time they don't match. So you're just going to get these random pants, and they're different brands and all this weird stuff. But anyways, I just thought it was really funny. Like, this guy's been in the big leagues for so long. Like, your favorite player's favorite player is John Jay, and he was shopping around at Dick's Sporting Goods because Nike wasn't treating him fairly and because the minor league uniforms are so bad. But he didn't have to use them, so no dicks for John Jay. Trev, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I'd, I would not have seen it. I got pretty
1: lucky. John Jay made a like awesome catch in left field mm-hmm. the other day. Awesome. Um, so I'm happy. I know you're a big John Jay guy. He's one of the most
2: respected guys in the show right now. So if you don't know him, know him. Know him. Beautiful. He's also Cuban. Okay. I fucking love Cubans, man. I love Cubans. I love Cuban sandwiches, too. I love Cuban coffee.
0: I like Cuban sandwiches as well.
2: Put a little bit of Cuban in my hair.
0: That's how I get it like this. Hmm. You know, no, Mark actually, Cuban? Jake put ball toner in his hair today. I did. Duh. Oh, you did? Manscaped ball toner? I yeah. Did. Sprayed it in his hair during the True weekly you. dumb. Can't hurt. No. Jake, do you have an award? I'm
1: giving out the Miss Jackson award.
0: Sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo. That? Yeah. That? Yeah. Are you for real? Never meant to make it Keep going. I Let's see where we land. A million thumbs. Then it's like a rap. Like I don't.
1: I you got it. I don't
0: have that part. You got it.
1: Uh, I'm giving it out to a guy that I've always liked, and I wow. think he's proven that he is for real, as Jimmy laid it out. I'm giving it out to Sean Mania. Uh mm. You know, we always wonder, what's the secret sauce in Oakland? They're the West Coast Rays. Basically, both teams' secret sauce is they pitch. And Sean Mania, man, he's having a really good start to this year. He's got a three oh seven ERA and 41 innings pitch. I think if we started talking Oakland A's playoffs... I, I think he's the starting pitcher I'd least want to see on the mound As baby Jesus figures it out And I know Bassett broke out um, I like me some Sean Mania, And he's low-key Had a really nice major league career so far He's 29 years old um, Over the last four years If you want to go there um, You know, 50 starts, a three four four ERA That's a really quality starting pitcher If you tighten it up a little bit uh it gets even better the past three years twenty three starts at three two five I like me some Maniah. some of the baseball ref- uh baseball savant stuff is weird his fastball spin ain't there his curve spin ain't there but a lot of it is there the velo ain't there but a lot of the exit velo not walking guys um i'm a shamaniah fan and he's uh he's having a nice new year so i'm uh i'm
0: doing it Good job You're doing it. I saw him throw no hitter once. Baby Giraffe,
2: the kid. He's also a really nice guy, cool guy, guy that you want to hang around. I've shared some beverages with him before and just a a delight. A delightful human being.
1: Second highest war on the team, too. Yusmero Petite Ooh! How about that? How about a one-four, a one-four war out of the pen for use Maybe he should have got the award. But
2: I love me some maniac.
0: Trev, you ever been in a building for a, a a big league no hitter?
2: I was part of one. Jared Weaver no hit us uh, in Anaheim. Damn! I almost i i hit a a ball foul by the Homer foul by this much almost ended it for him. But I'm happy. I'm actually like now that it's all over and and, and done. I'm happy that he got the no hitter because, you know, whatever.
1: Nice. I saw someone tweet out and let me confirm this. How old do you guys think Jared Weaver is?
2: 39. He's yeah. 38. 37, 38, yeah.
1: 38. I would have said like mid forties. He got in
2: trouble this weekend. He got ratioed.
0: Oh, wow. oops! I'll go look it up. All right, uh, who was the best friend of the week? BBD.
3: Our best friend of the week is Jack Flaherty. We already talked about him. Great outing, hit the homer. You know he likes hitting, so good job, Jack. Round of applause. And I think we're getting Robo Trev. Robo
0: Trev. So. Hmm. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, elevator talk. If you are in an elevator with one of with the person wearing the hat of this team, here's some simple fodder for you. 2 minutes on the clock. Scan up and down the Vader. You want to prove you're a fan. No, nah, we've done them already. I'm, swi- I'm doing it again. That's close. Uh, oh, the Mariners? Oh. The Mariners? Well, as okay. you, they're the best team in extra innings So if a, yeah. if a game goes into extra innings Hey, we're 4-0 in extra inning games You say, know,
1: what, know why I like this team? They play the game the right way They get Ooh. to run across when they oh. need to 4-0 in extras
0: They have a winning record But they're in third in their division So you can kind of say, what's going on here? Eight and eight. Yeah, I don't know I mean, they're calling Kyle up some Lewis kids. Is
2: on the on the Infuego list, Kyle Lewis, that's good. Kyle Lewis, yeah. I actually, you want to talk about something? This just happened. The chat just put this out. Apparently, Joel Sherman and somebody else re- falsely reported that Kellanek was on his way out.
0: Mm, yeah. So Trev, got- is, Trev is robot Trev for the YouTube, but for the podcast people, that don't understand, yeah. and, and, understand you. Yeah, all the reporters just uh, chasing stories like – Bloodthirsty Dumb dogs retweeting Clearly fake accounts Um, Not me baby Kalnick Just go Kalnick Just be
1: like I like to start We got off to And I think this Kalnick Kid could be special
0: Yeah What's their schedule Coming up Who do they got Let me see You know who's a guy
1: You might know Trev They got the Dodgers Kendall Graveman Is having a great year For them And throwing gross stuff Pitch ninja Kendall Graveman Yeah
0: They got the Dodgers They got the Indians They got the Tigers And the Padres So There's some stuff You can talk about Alright Thank you very much For tuning in We will see you On Wednesday Goodbye Goodbye